Hey, I'm Jenny. And I'm Hillary, and you can call us... The Garden Tarts. You know, kissing lips and breaking hearts. We have been bestest friends for over 25 years, and we love to talk you too. We've had some super ridiculous adventures, and now this podcast, which is pretty much all opinion with a handful of facts thrown in. Why a YouTube podcast? Because as much as we love talking you two, we know you do too. So sit down, grab a drink, and find us on Instagram and Twitter so we can chat. Hey, Hill, welcome back. Thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. good. It's, it's, it's been a while. It, it's been a while. <laughs> um, I'm so glad we decided to do this special little extra mini-up for Under a Blood Red Sky. It's just a little supplement. Yeah, a little supplement. Hey, before we get in, remember the beginning of last step? We welcomed our first international listener. I remember. Ontario, Canada. I would like to report that we now span listeners in six countries now. Six countries. Six. We went from Canada, went from one to six in the last two weeks, and ten states. Who are you okay, listeners, we'll by the way? How'd you hear about us? Um, like, send us a tweet or something, because uh, yeah. I would love to know how how we've been connecting. Absolutely. Yeah, both Twitter and Instagram. It's the underscore garden tarts. Or you can email us, because I checked that email. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are the garden tarts at gmail.com. Um. Yeah, we love to talk. I had I had a really interesting discussion with someone on Twitter today. Oh, it's been a long day today. About the question was about an Octon Baby anniversary tour, and we were talking about I don't know. It felt fun and smart about looking back versus not looking back. Blah blah blah. So we love chatting with people. Um, so bring it on, for sure. Um, did you decide to have a beverage this evening or no? I decided against that just yeah. for this evening. I'm taking a alcohol break, a that mini break. Like a plan. Yeah. I have a teeny, like, just like a little shot of Bailey's I'm sipping on because I wanted something sweet and it's like yes. dessert. Um, so we're good. It sounds good. Right. So last ep, we talked about War, U2's third album, which... Um, leads us into Under Blood Red Sky, which was their first live release. And um, a momentous one at that. Yeah, it was uh, recorded on June 3rd, 1983 at uh, Red Rocks Amphitheater in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, it's right talk- <laughs> yeah, it's right outside Denver, Colorado. Yeah, I got to go two summers ago. We, were, we happened to be vacationing in Colorado and my husband and I were just like watching their schedule. Like, we have to go, we have to go, we have to go. Like, we could go anyway and see. I mean, it's a beautiful park, state park. Um, we want to see a show there. And then one of our favorite family bands is Imagine Dragons. So we ended up staying in the area like three extra nights to go see Imagine Dragons at Red Rocks. And I just like wept <laughs> and then I'd get into the music and have fun. And then I would like look up again and I would like realize where I was and just start like weeping again because it was, yeah. it's like a, it's a mecca. grounds. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's not a big place. Like I know here in Northeast Ohio or in the Midwest an amphitheater includes a huge lawn section too, which really adds up tickets numbers the capacity but this only holds a little over nine thousand people which is not a large venue no no it's, not at all it's quite small um it's the nature of the mountains you can't make it any bigger there's no expanding there Mm-mm. yeah so i have some uh interesting facts i i didn't mm-hmm. know a whole lot of the history um behind this show but wow it was a it was some drama there um yeah so they estimated the cost of the entire production video concert um sound everything 
Um, also, they included in the, the cost estimate um, illuminating the cliffs and a helicopter to film mm-hmm. aerial footage. And they, they estimated at $250,000. YouTube could only come up with $3,000. I mean, 30, I'm sorry, 30, <laughs> <laughs> $30,000. So the promoter and Island Records uh, financed the rest. But it was like all their money, all their money, yes. all their they, money. Yeah. Um. There's a there's a little ironic thing, not ironic, but a weird, fun fact about that thirty thousand dollars. In just a few minutes, I'll get there. Um. But the day of the recording, there was there was horrible, horrible weather and flash flood warnings, um, and they. Uh, you know, everyone thought they were going to cancel and they weren't sure they had until like 1 p.m. to call it. Um, the opening acts were supposed to be the alarm and the divinals, but they both canceled because they were concerned about yeah, the crew safety and everything. Um, so early in the morning, there were between 15 and 20 fans camped out outside the venue and the weather was just awful. So Vano went out and served them tea and coffee. which is very nice yeah um yeah so um you know they went back and forth with it and then their manager Paul McGinnis was like no there's too much money invested um in this so they had part of the crew that was following that was their part of their American crew they wanted to walk out um, because it wasn't safe. And Paul McGinnis g- apparently gave this speech um, that said the band's entire livelihood was riding on the show and it was the most pivotal moment in their career. And then everyone was like, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Um, <laughs> so, a speech. <laughs> yeah, so apparently uh, the, somebody, and I don't remember the quote, but somebody said he was rallying the troops and it yeah. worked. Um, so at some point during the day, Bono went outside again and told fans that the venue would be completely general admission, regardless of seating tickets on their uh, seating assignments on their tickets, which, holy crap, I don't know how I'd feel about that. But right. Um, he also went on the radio that day to confirm that um, that the show was actually going on because people thought that it wasn't. Um, they also planned for, and I didn't research this very much, but they also planned for an indoor show the next night just for fans that were unable to attend because of the weather and transportation. Um, so two hours before the show, the downpour stopped and it was just a drizzle for the rest of the, um, for the rest of the night. Uh, there were 9,000 tickets sold, but only 4,400 people showed. Um, but that's why they did the thing where he was like, don't worry about seating assignments, just go up as you know, close to the stage as you can. Right. You gotta so make it look it, full. Yeah. So you look at the video and it doesn't look like it's, you know, half empty. Um, they couldn't use m- most of the aerial footage because of the fog anyway. So that was a waste. Um, yeah. So also the cameras had some sort of special sensor on them and with the weather and everything, it caused the red streaks on the film. Right. uh, Yeah. Yeah. To me, I mean, you watch it and you, it looks like it almost looks like, like burn marks on the, um, on the film. Mm -hmm. Um, apparently it's not, but they said when they released the, um, when they released the VHS, they said that the streaks were special effects and not camera malfunction, which hmm. I don't really know about that, but yeah, it's there. Um, now it so, just looks old. It just looks like old film. So it right. works Right, now. that's exactly, yeah. Um, okay, so a few more things. Um, when the band came off the stage, they were a little unhappy that the crowd didn't sing um how long to sing the song at the end of 40 so their 
then tour manager Dennis Sheehan went like under the stage with the microphone and started <gasps> singing. That's one of my notes. Is <laughs> it on the mic? Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah, that's really. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Um, this is just production notes. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not even. Um, so okay, a few more notes. So Bono sang his little clip of "Sending the Clowns." But he didn't get the proper licensing and they recorded it. So they ended up having to pay an out-of-court settlement to Stephen Sondheim for $50,000. What? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. $50,000. So that was not a... um, Oops. Yeah, that was a pretty big oops when they only had $30,000 to invest. (laughs) Right to begin with yeah um i'm assuming that was maybe years later and they had the money i don't know right um, I mean, at that point it's so successful it did it was for the longest time like the number one rock concert video in the world yeah so i'm sure uh, island was happy to yeah help to them out there work out some yeah so um rolling stone magazine said that sunday bloody sunday at red rocks was one of the 50 moments that changed the history of rock and roll, which just gave me chills to say that. Yeah. Um, out loud. Also, uh, yeah, and then they called it U2's watershed moment, their career watershed moment, which that's kind of heavy. Um, U2's been asked several times to return to Red Rocks, but they said they absolutely would not because how do you top? Right. How do you top that performance, this performance? So I think I'm out of fun facts. Right. I have one other fun fact that I know I read and I can't find where I read it. And that's that they brought camera people in from Ireland to film it because all of the American camera crew they were hiring were specialized in sports. So they wanted people who knew how to film a rock concert and not a football Mm -hmm. field. So they, they imported their people. (laughs) Interesting. To, um, film what do you know that'll add yeah. to the cost too um, um another thing okay. to note that yeah. this wasn't in my notes but um the the weather i mean you can clearly see how horrible the weather was like there's steam coming out of their mouths when they sing because it was mm-hmm. so cold um but apparently like edge said his like fingers were free like felt like they were freezing they were stiff while he was trying to yeah. play guitar the other thing is that I think I do talk about this later, but when Bono climbed up on the um, thing, thing when he went climbing, yeah. that Edge f- said he freaked out because there were like electrical wires and everything up there, and everything was wet. He's like, "Oh my oh god, my he's god. gonna electrocute himself." He said he was. That was a very unhappy. Um, so thing. I have this um, little. Um, theatrics in my mind from that moment mm-hmm. so there there was a time when I had one kid in school and another kid home she was little she was home in one room and I was in the kitchen doing something and I heard this huge noise and I was like oh my gosh my savior what are you doing and she yelled something safe <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching the video today and I saw him climb up there and I knew that like that quote from Edge of him like being so scared like right. he's like Bono scared the shit out of me and I just imagined Bono going something safe <laughs> my my cousin Anna had a little thing like that there was some noise in the in the, uh, the kitchen or something we were all sitting in the living room and she came running in and sh- she's like nothing <laughs> <laughs> it's okay nothing and like clearly it was something but yeah I kind of see Bonham doing that too like yeah something safe nothing. or there's someone else another mom she has a story too that's like they're like and, and it's what, what did she say she's like what are you up to it's like nothing now it's something same line like the kids are right. on right. um i have two other little facts one is so you mentioned it was recorded in june of 83 it wasn't released until november 6th of 1983 and there was the live video at red rocks and they also released a live cd with only eight tracks on it as opposed to the 17 which were actually they had 
if I understand correctly, had planned to release the audio from Red Rocks and it didn't translate well. It didn't record well for just audio. So they nitpicked, they picked shows from, I think, the European tour. I think there's a lot Mm -hmm. of like songs that were um, recorded in Germany to make that. But I don't have the release dates on those if that was the same date or not. What was the release date of the um, the video? Yeah. Or what was the release? You said no. Go ahead. November 6, 1983, the video video came out. That was my 10th birthday. Oh. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Of course. It was my 10th birthday. (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) No, I thought of it for a second. I'm like, that's a familiar date. Hey. I'm like, was that election day that year? I guess where my brain was. (laughs) <laughs> it very well could have been oh my gosh but that was my 10th birthday uh, so yeah. um we were talking about the weather and there's a quote from bono at the beginning of the video and he was saying in his very bono-y way that you know this weather far more reflects the band <laughs> <laughs> and the mood of ourselves because had the sun had shown this band probably would have leaned would have looked like any other band we would have laid back in it it's not really you two if you're lying on the beach and after all we we've recorded in the snow before so i think they they enjoy the challenge yeah but i mean also you know i always said that if that when they had years ago i said if they had a greatest hits album it should be called songs that make you want to jump off a bridge so <laughs> how would that that wouldn't really work if it was a pretty day if it was yeah, a sunny right. day yeah oh my gosh um one more note about the opening so the whole beginning of the video where they're showing like the rain and background this this and that the the song that's playing is harry's game by the irish band clonad that and all that tour, they would end the show with that. Like after 40 was done, or after the set was done, they would have Harry's game on the PA. Um, the tie into their Irish roots. You know, I I've never, cool. um, I've never been to, I've never been to many like consecutive shows in the same tour for other bands. But do other bands do that where they have the same intro and the same outro song? I don't know. I've never thought about it. I before. would think so. So, um, when we last went to see my the family has seen Imagine Dragons a few times. We take the kids to see them all the time. And the last one we went to, I could because you know, like when the song comes on at a U two show and it's the intro song, like the PA changes, like it's a different yeah. sound system. Um, I heard that. I could heard that switch, mm-hmm. but whether or not it's the same song. Or whatever I don't know, right? I bet you that Google could tell us, yeah, or someone listening. Maybe Should perhaps we, if yeah, if you go to a lot of shows by the same band, uh, let us know that answer. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, should we talk about the show? We should. Um, I'm trying to think if I had anything else. This is supposed to be a mini app. Yes, it is. Right? We're already past that. (laughs) No, I think we're okay. I think we're at like 15 minutes, I think. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, U2 has been touring like the shit out of themselves. Like, they are touring machines. And it is so obvious. And this has been so much, I don't know, I'm sure for you, like, going through boy and then going through October and then going through war, like, because I did all this backwards before kind of, right. right? Like this was just like yeah. their old stuff when I would got into them when they already had like in the nineties. So it's kind of like watching a new band grow all over again. It's kind right. of, like, but I already know all the words, <laughs> right? <laughs> but like when they come out for out of control, it, it's like, Oh shit. <laughs> this this is like a live force to be reckoned with. Like there is right. no turning back. No, there's not. And there's no uh, turning back. I mean, just the confidence. Um, yeah. They're just, they, I mean, just so they've got their shit together. I um, know it's crazy. But the level of confidence is just, these are not boys anymore. These are 
you know, grown men that have figured themselves out. Yeah. And like professional performers. Yeah. Like this is like such a legit job now. Right. Um, it's amazing. So I figure, are you cool? We like, we'll go song by song. And if we have like a comment, yeah. we'll say it. And otherwise we'll say cheers. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, I kind of felt like, especially having just been at Red Rocks, I kind of felt like I was in the room when they came out for right. control, watching it on the YouTube because I have a VHS one that I can't play. <laughs> <laughs> um, my broken VHS player. Cool. I have a um I have the actual DVD of it, but I don't have a DVD player right now. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, I so bring it over and we'll watch it. Okay. I'll okay. be right there. Sounds good. Um So the first track was out of control, second track was Twilight. Third track was Uncat Dub into Into the Heart. And then, just stop me if you have anything. But I'm assuming Uh you don't. (laughs) Um, The fourth talk was Surrender, which I don't know about you, but after having just like dived into it and talked about it, it was like a brand new song. I have have this, I have a note in here too that watching the video, uh, watching this video now that we've done three podcasts really makes me understand the songs better. Like I am so more invested in the songs than I've ever been watching this. But it's also been a very, very long time since I watched the video, so. Right. But, like, so, like, I got into the band with Octone Baby and then, you know, went backwards. So the first movie I saw was Rattle and Hum. And then I saw Under Blood Red Sky. And at that point, it was just, like, this old video, like, with songs that I knew but didn't really understand. So it is way more fun to watch it now. Yeah, It's fun to watch then, but now I, like... I don't know. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I just, I get the songs and this podcast has been really good for that. And I'm not sure that I actually really realized it until I watched this video. Yeah. And I feel but... like people who have been listening are like, are y'all really fans? Because <laughs> <laughs> you just wait. You just wait. <laughs> but it's just, Well, I mean, um... there there are albums that are in the near future of our uh of our podcast that I will not have one bad thing to say about. Right. Well, like and not, not a- even like, it's not even like we don't, even if we don't have bad things to say about it, just not getting the whole, I don't know, really understanding the songs, I guess. Right. Right. I think we, we were taking too many of them at face value. Right. Oh, I just, I feel like in, in future albums, I'm a little more, um, I just understand things better and right. It's gonna be less like, research. Yeah. Definitely. Just, yeah. And and I can definitely have I have more of my own opinions, I think, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, It'll be okay. more personal while this has been more factual kind of kind Yeah. Of, relative okay. <laughs> relatively. Um okay. after surrenders two hearts beat is one. Which this just validated it being on my live wish list. And I have to say, he, I really think Bono worked really hard on his hair. This <laughs> night. It's a big gig. It's going to Japan, as right. he says. <laughs> He's got Stay the frosted rooster tips. I'm a fan of the rooster look from the 80s. I don't and- mind the blonde tips. I don't like the... I don't mind the top. I don't like the back. Yeah, I just, you know, beggars can't be choosers, I'm thinking. (laughs) But but by this fifth song, it is like a mop on his head. And I just really feel sad for him because I know what happens when you've had your hair all done (laughs) and it goes out in the rain. Yep. It's really sad. It it, it is sad because, I mean, his hair, he came out with perfect hair. Perfect. And it was Perfect. so wet and long in his face, you couldn't even see the blonde tips anymore. It was just like... No, you couldn't. So, um, a little note I have is that you can see a just little teeny bald spot, which oh. just 
<laughs> it's so sweet and it makes me laugh because oh, the beginning so of the young. beanie. Yeah, he was so young to have a little, even that little teeny bald spot. Yeah. Um, no, different. So there's a there's an energy. I don't have one specific song I'm talking about, but Bono has this energy that's uh, it's really different. Like I think I forgot about it, but just his dancing and everything, which yeah. you can kind of laugh at, but also it's he's just feeling the music and right. It's just very this. This is a very, you know, this is a very different Bono to me, but I I love it. I love his energy. I just forgot about it. Well, and you can see, like, you know, especially in the early days when, like, his voice was crap and the music was shit, and they're like, but they've got right. stage presence, and he's got stage presence. Like, there's something there. Like, that. Right. I feel like it's all coming together. Yeah. Um. Also, since we were talking about hair, um, Larry's mm-hmm. bangs just... <laughs> <laughs> crack me up like he's got some massive bangs there he really does and like but some of his hair is like sticking up kind of like spiked and sometimes the red lights are shining behind him it looks like he's got little devil horns (laughs) (laughs) we could you know we could do an entire long podcast on just hair and i think we should maybe it'll be our most listened to (laughs) or what our most listened to Okay. <laughs> but there yeah that's there's a little um i don't know there's a little iffiness there too i'm not yeah. sure that i want to but that we could do it we totally could do it yeah <laughs> it'll be like 10 minutes yeah um something um, else i didn't write down exactly what songs but i noticed on like earlier in the show that adam is singing some backing vocals on some of the songs they don't yeah, show it I, like they saw it like two or three times I saw. Um, I noticed that a few times too, which. Um, but then I didn't see it again. Apparently, he did that frequently early on, but I mean, yeah. I haven't ever seen him in He's my in my years. I've never seen him sing. Right. Um. Speaking of other people singing, the next track is second. Yeah, and it it just cements my my hope of one day Bono and Edge doing a true duet again like Islands in the Stream or um I don't know what was the um what about like oh like don't let the sun go down on me could they redo George Michael and Elton John's ladies and gentlemen Mr. (laughs) the yeah they could perfect (laughs) <laughs> it could totally, I feel like I feel like I've been waiting a really long time to say that and I didn't even know it. You didn't even um, know it. I I take like a kuna matata. It um, would be my favorite, but I'll take it. Like um no, like the Island of the Streams is perfect. One of those Diana Ross duets or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll make a but, list. Yeah, they definitely I feel like they they really need to do a true duet. I really think they already have a karaoke number. Okay. <laughs> I think. That, or maybe it's Bono and Larry do. I, I that. take that too. I could see that. Yeah. Um, um, something about this version second. So of course, so Edge takes the middle mic and sings the first verse by himself. And then Bono helps does backing or he does the chorus or like the backing vocals. But then, like, the rest of the the second half of the song, Bono does the verses. Like, the last verse or whatever. It's a short song. Which surprised me. I don't think it's like that on the recording. It's not. Um, I don't know. I think it's probably hard for Bono not to sing the whole thing. Yeah. And Edge is just like, okay. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. As as you were. Yeah, Bono's like, don't sing, don't sing. Shit. I sang. (laughs) Damn it, I sang. No, I'm here. I'm in it. There's no turning back. No. <sighs> um, edge things. Okay, so what else do I have? Look at the mm. the itty bitty B stage. It's just look at it's a teeny little B stage. <laughs> it's just like a little. It's like it's like I'm here. Yeah, it's like a little I'm teeny diving out. board or something. It's like it's, as far as the um. 
the plugs will go. Like, right. <laughs> right. How far will the mic go or the guitar? Like, how big can we make it? Um, yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. It's also hysterical to look at technology back then and that they yeah. actually had, cord, you know, cords. like how they're tripping over these cords and stuff. I, I guess know. they're used to it. Yeah. I guess, used, I guess that's when it's your job. Yeah. Hey there, listeners. If you're a YouTube fan, you are more than likely aware of the work that Bono has done and continues to do in Africa. It's amazing work, and the exciting thing is you can get involved too. There are two simple ways. One, go to one.org and sign up to fight against extreme poverty. Two, visit red.org to shop. What? Shopping helps? It sure does. By purchasing Red branded products, you are contributing to the Global Fund, which supports HIV AIDS grants in many African countries. As your man says, where you live should not decide whether you live or whether you die. So head on over to one.org and red.org to join the Garden Tarts in doing our part to end AIDS. So Sunday Bloody Sunday is next. Can we go on to that? Yep, because I, I have a funny little fact. Okay. So if I notice correctly, that's when the bonfires show up mm-hmm. on top of the red rock, like on top of the mountains. And I read this little piece. It's in the, um, I think this was a fan club thing. The North Side Story book. Mm-hmm. The U2 in Dublin, 1978 to 1983. It's all like hot press stories. But they have interviews with people from then, like, saying stuff now. And they have the, um, her name is Pam Moore, and she was a booker with Bay Concerts. And so she booked the band for Red Rocks. And she said that not only did it make Red Rocks, like, more famous, like, more bands wanted to play there very, very quickly. But they ask about the bonfires and how those get lit. And and she has to be like, "Oh, oh, no, no, no. Like, that's really everyone cool. just everyone yeah. just assumed that they got bonfires right <laughs> she's like no they oh she said they would say where are the bonfires going to be and i'd have to tell them there's no bonfire <laughs> it's part of the look that's really cool it's that's yeah. not something i would have thought about but that's yeah. really cool i thought that was a fun little story yeah so i mean obviously sunday is the sunday bloody sunday is the highlight at least to me mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everyone else of this video it surprised me that they never made a, a proper video for Sunday Bloody Sunday this like was all the, the video right and I, I know but it's just live like right New yeah, Year's what, Day like, this had was the a, only one yeah New Year's Day had a proper video you know but this uh I mean look at look at I will follow like they had videos you know mm-hmm. in the past this was it just surprised me that there wasn't anything but the live video for Sunday Bloody Sunday. Maybe, well, they kind of blew their budget right? <laughs> for new videos. But also maybe that was the essence they wanted it to and be. And, and that was great. also promotion. That was promotion yeah. for the, right. the um, DVD, video, DVD, whatever. Yeah. So one of my favorite thing, all-time favorite things ever is... Um, Edge and Adam marching. Yes. Like, I, just, I know I'm, you're, I've been obsessed with this. Like, every time I've ever seen Sunday Bloody Sunday, I'm like, why can't they just march? I, I was going to say, just, you are always like, march just one just, time. Just one time. I want to see it just one time. Just march in front of me one time and I'll be okay. But I mean, I've been saying that since forever. Ever. Um, yeah. It's my favorite. You know, of their little um, live routines over the years, it's hands down my my mm-hmm. favorite. Um, I love it. Anyway, I would love for them to do that again. Yeah. Um, do I? Oh, so also, and this is uh, something that um, I just, you don't hear me say stuff like this very often, but Bono has, a, in those pants, he has a really nice tushy. I like mad props bud like i, I can't if even you got it flaunt it 
right but I mean a wonderful figure (laughs) yeah well his tushy's nice it's I know he those are some everything is tight and I think that it's appropriate yeah I think that he looks nice yeah it's a it's a nice tushy yeah it is I just I'm always impressed with that we even said um, that until we said that recently has it been that long I, it's, <laughs> right I know but like it I feel like though I hadn't I haven't always noticed that but definitely did then and I definitely do now yeah and we should say um friends fans and listeners that we mean this as we would say to each other like I see you've been working out right good exactly. job on your glutes there right like <laughs> I, I, I can tell you've been working hard. Yeah. We don't mean that in a any other sense. No, no, I, no. I, I don't. I, I don't right. either. And um, that's why I'm saying, like, that's it's not a common thing for me to, like, you know, talk about. Um, I don't know. It also took looks. us a while to realize how fit he was during Pop Mart, but we'll talk about that but later. We'll get that. We've got a few. Uh, We've got a lot. We need a, We definitely need a whole podcast for that tour. I think each tour we've been on needs its own podcast. Okay. Don't you? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Even um, if it's just to like cliff note it. Yeah. I don't know. Pop Mart's going to be ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um. Yeah, that was a fun year. Okay, um, so anyway, so I was gonna say that when we on the war app, you mentioned um, the white flag in your life, but we'll talk about that with under blood red sky. And I didn't, you, the- I didn't even make a, a note of that. But Bonner says, you know, there there's only one flag, um, the white flag. Like no other flag matters. But it's just so. Um, the flag is so iconic with this tour. Um, mm-hmm. I just, everything about it, but just like the the imagery and just that everyone gets it and that everyone still gets that. Right. Everyone still gets the white flag. Um, white flags still show up at concerts. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, uh, it's true. I mean, that's the, you know, that's the only flag you need. Yeah. So uh, no colors. No, but the you know the 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 colors for boy. I mean for for uh, war. It's like you know black and red and white. And the white is just I don't know. Just with the start the flag and the imagery is just so stark. And I don't know. Yeah. I love that about this tour. Right. Me too. Um, so he brings that out for the next song. You would think he would have it during Sunday Bloody Sunday, but he brought it out right after during The Cry and Electrico. Because um, and this is where he goes to do something safe, right? <laughs> I'm I'm so glad he got that stuff out of his system because can you imagine if he did something like that? Now, how much would you puke? I would, I would die. Or- I, I didn't even like him, eyes. like, running around the heart. Like, that freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> <On> elevation. <laughs> like, no, that's a sharp corner down there. Please. Right. <laughs> just, what What was it you said about a, a picture that just wrap him in bubble wrap or something? And <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to play. <laughs> There's a new just... picture. What's that? That zipline company? That's the, jet, yeah. the drone company he just got on the board of. And Twitter had a field day with this picture of him playing with the drone <laughs> and someone put don't they know he's not allowed to play <laughs> and someone else mentioned wrapping him in bubble wrap right. yeah and I said something like as long as he stays on the ground it was a very motherly it was like yeah like, well I need to sign permission slip <laughs> right well he climbed something today I would avert my eyes and just yeah depress yeah. Um, I, I hope I hope that he's smarter now. I hope so. I guess he is if he hasn't been doing it. Either that or he's been yelled at enough that it's finally sunk in. Right. Um okay. 
So what's, what's the next song? After Electrico was October. Okay. Which is beautiful. It, I do, do you have something for that? Um, well, just from going from October into New Year's Day is also one of my all-time favorite yeah. transitions. That's t- They were made for each other like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're on different albums. Yep. Look at that. So, but so after yeah, after October's New Year's Day, and I made the note that so the the show is called Under a Blood Red Sky, yet he changed those lyrics to say Under a Thunder Cloud and Rain. Very cool. Which was very appropriate for the moment, but yeah. Under a Blood Red Sky is not actually on the album. Right. <laughs> oh, that's I never ever thought about that before. I mean, but it, it makes sense. The imagery yeah. with the red yeah. and the dark sky, like, it's a perfect title. It is. Uh, <laughs> it really, really is. Um, so, I again, my notes, I did not take in, uh, in any sort of order. I just, so I don't remember what song it is. But, yeah, again, going back to um, a surprising... <laughs> topic but um i can't help but laugh when bono takes off his shirt what song was that um i did not make a note of it on purpose because i decided it was not important i also <laughs> decided because i'm like it's just, just i also funny. just wonder if it was just really wet because he does get a new shirt he does um it, perhaps it just <laughs> makes me laugh because he's just uh it's not usually him it's not him and you know though his his he's got his arms going on and apparently his tushy but he's (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't really have a whole lot of a waist (laughs) right and just being extremely irish white and that mullet and having little you know love handles or whatever just yeah. I can't help but laugh like I feel like I should be you know this is a rock star and I should be respectful of however he wants to promote his I right. guess sexiness <laughs> I really think but it was I just a matter have to of, laugh I gotta laugh I, I can't. really think it was a matter of function <laughs> I'm sure you're right but I mean <laughs> yeah but to just like you don't it, laugh and it's like a button down, so he's like <laughs> casually unbuttoning his shirt. Right. But I That's mean, fine. like, I don't know. You see, um, you see, People like, uh, yeah, but I mean, I see, you know, back in the day or whatever, seeing, like, I don't know, Bon Jovi or something like that. I'm like, respect, yeah. man, respect. I just don't. <laughs> well, I don't but Bon Jovi was... was like considered a heartthrob. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe to some people back then, Bono was a heartthrob. I'm sure. But he wasn't like the six pack kind of guy. Like, he's no. not the one that takes his shirt off and performs the rest of his. No. But he's also shirtless in Rattle and Hum for a song. So He is. Wasn't he shirtless at the Us Festival too? Mm, I, I, I don't remember. I, I would believe you. I think no. he was, but I don't know. I, that's just my memory of seeing that video like three times. I ever. just know that it's got to get crazy fucking hot up on that stage, and I can't believe how many clo- layers of clothing they wear now. It's ridiculous. Like, I mean, like, come on. But I guess they have their reasons. Yeah. Um. So you're yeah. If you sometimes I want to take my shirt off, it's hot. Just right. Way <laughs> against the law. I don't know. Right. Okay. Um, oh, number 11 is your favorite song. It's I Threw a Brick. I Threw a Brick through a window. window. I Threw a Brick through a window. Which, this song really, <laughs> this song makes sense live, don't you think? I do think it does make sense live. Um, it does. Like, I mean, most songs that I don't love on the album makes that you know live it's that's a totally different right it, it is it's a great live song yeah i don't like it on the album there's something i want you to go back and watch it again mm-hmm. because there's this really 
Bono's got something strange going on. Like, you know how when he was, when he says like, you know, he was my brother, then Edge goes, brother. <laughs> like, yeah. like a little, every time he does that, Bono like looks at him <laughs> real fast. Like he's mad at him or something. Huh. I do and I had that read I... that it was like an argument between him and his brother. And so I'm wondering, I don't know if it's a character thing or an acting thing or, but it's like, <laughs> it's a little fucked up. I won't get you. But then he goes back to his thing. I don't know. Huh, I, need I need to, you to I go need watch to... it. Okay. It's different. It's different. I, I might, um, while like you're... He's, he's gone to a different oh. place. I want to see this, actually. So, what's the next song? The next song's A Day Without Me. Yeah, just put it on. You'll see it, even if it's unmuted. Uh, a Day Without Me, what do I have? Oh, I love... I just love these boy songs live. And this is when Bono gets to play the guitar. He gets a guitar. Which made me also made me sad. Because yeah. he can't play the guitar anymore. Um, but this is like the... I mean, I don't recall him playing a guitar prior to... I mean, there's no video of him playing guitar prior to Red Rocks. Not that I've seen, Mm-mm. but I have also haven't seen like any full live concerts. Right, I'd be interested. He has yeah. this little thing towards the end where he says, "I won't forget this evening. Don't forget this evening." It's like it sounds a little sad. Like he's a little emotional, but he's like, "Please don't forget me." I see, I'm sorry. I see what you're saying. It's not intense. It. It's a it little is. intense, isn't it? He does it the whole song. Yeah, I see this. This is it is really into it is like a character or something. He will often watch Edge as he sings, but in a brotherly loving way. Yeah. Like, oh, I love when he sings. This is And like, this is like an abrupt like, head turn. It's like daggers. Like, yeah. Like, do you see me? <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's so fast. It's a little weird now. I like once I saw yeah. it, I couldn't unsee it. I see that now. Huh, interesting. Okay, everyone else go look at it. Look yeah, up. it just look I it up on the YouTube window on YouTube. Yeah. You'll see it. It's definitely it's gotta be like a character thing. Yeah. It's um, uh that is really interesting that I've never ever noticed yeah. before. Man, it really looks like that place is totally packed. packed. Well, so a few things. It's on a huge incline, mm-hmm. so all of this, all of the seats seem like really close together, like they're benches. Mm-hmm. So with everyone packed down, and they said between the darkness, the fog, and the way they had the cameras, they were really made made it look like um, it was really full. And then the mm-hmm. seats go like there's an aisle up each side. I mean, it's big enough, um, but. So it looks like the people are sitting up at up to the mountains, like the rock, the red rocks. So I could see how, having been there in person, how they were able to manipulate that, like right. to use or use it to their advantage. I sh- I should say. Um. um but let me. So let me just um, mention that you have the muscle shirt that Bono is wearing. You I own, do. You own the same shirt. I mean, I not the same shirt, but the same model I, shirt. I love that shirt with all my heart. I found it on eBay so long ago. It's, I mean, it's worn and washed and everything. I'm assuming it's an original merch mm-hmm. shirt. I'm assuming, I mean, as far as I know, it's merchandising. I don't know if it was like promotional. Right. But it's definitely. It is, it is a very, very cool. Uh, but it very seems cool very shirt. original. Yeah very original i also um, i just find it funny when someone in a band wears their own merch yeah. which i do think more, the more i think about it i think his shirt was just probably beyond it wet. was just so wet yeah because yeah. i mean i don't know i just find it weird that he's wearing his own merch but whatever but he Good has i've seen shirts i've seen other times there's some picture i saw recently he was wearing it like a youtube celebration shirt 
Um, I don't know. I mean, that's the only other one. I don't know, but I mean, it was cold. He was he didn't take that shirt off because he was hot. No, no, no. Um, so I don't know. It's I mean, but now wearing that the war shirt with the white flag on it, like it's pretty iconic for that video. Like yeah. I forget he had a different shirt on. Yeah. So um, another thing that I didn't make a note of, but I uh, I should have is um, that to their the the backing of behind them the um the boy yeah the war logo boy. thing the mm-hmm. war boy when they um so I guess when they came out it wasn't all it wasn't there or whatever it they like brought it out a couple songs in I think oh really I think um, I have to look I just know that when the video starts they start on it. But that they could have cut that in. Yeah. Um, I have to go back and look at the songs. Yeah, when they come out... Um, for Out of Control. For Out of Control. Yeah, no, okay, so when they come out, it's not there. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so... And I don't remember when... There is a point where they... Um, they... It, they show it and the crowd kind of cheers and it just makes me laugh because it's just like a little projection screen <laughs> and yeah. like look at that and look at where they are and it's now. like when they <laughs> when they first show it it like fills up the whole tv screen yeah but it turns out it's just kind of like right above larry <laughs> right it's just this little teeny like a like a projection screen like from watching movies and uh yeah. film in high school or whatever in school that that uh it's so teeny but like if you think about that now oh my gosh oh my god they were probably so excited to have some kind of and that probably was something AB. kind of high tech yeah maybe it was a little high tech too you know maybe I mean, they had to dry it out maybe it got wet and they couldn't start it right away or something yeah maybe but i mean i think I the so what's the and I'm I'm not looking at the set list. The first song from uh, where are my notes? The first song um, from um, War, War that they did it's was Surrender, the, which is the fourth song. I think that's when the I think that's when the um, oh that makes sense. The War Boy comes out, gotcha. but I know the crowd kind of is like. <gasps> you know yeah i'll have to watch um, that again yeah um yeah. so real quick the next song is gloria which ends the main set from yes. what i can tell um and then we get to go into the encore which starts with party girl which i think this was like so party girl was um the b-side to a celebration and it's officially well, it- called trash trampoline and party girl and party girl yeah um did it show up did they play it live before it was the b-side i don't know this was kind of a I feel like it was a big deal that this was on this recording yeah um, um it's it's also i mean it's interesting because it's not it's not a um studios and there's no studio um Am I right? Recording? No studio is recording. The B, is the, the B-side isn't a studio recording? It's a live track? Oh, I guess it was. It says, Party Girl was a tune we wrote and recorded in about 40 minutes. We had no time left in the studio. We needed a B-side for our first single. So Steve Lillywhite suggested we all go in and lay down two tracks, whatever we could come up with. I laid down the guitar, guitar chords with Larry. Adam followed and Bono got on the mic. This is a brand new song for our podcast, though. Yes. It's rumored to be about Edge's soon-to-be wife. And maybe there's a little bit of Adam's crazy life in there. Um, but I feel like the important part of this song, as much as this... So now it's saved for, like, birthdays. Like, if right. someone has a birthday, they'll sing it on tour sometimes. But it has that ever... In, it's like a... I don't want to call it a throwaway song. It's just a little ditty. Yeah, it's not. Um, 
anything crazy, but it has that line. When I was three, I thought the world revolved around me. I was wrong. Which, which is one of my favorite yeah, lines. And yeah. comes up again later in, like he continues to quote it. Yeah. Later um, in the career, so. I'm looking to see how many times I've heard that. Oh, I'll look too. I've heard it two times. Let me find out where. I heard it both times in 05. Once in Chicago and once in Pittsburgh. So the Chicago show was May 9. Okay, we didn't go to that show together. We, I, I went to like the one before and you went to the... Yeah. If we missed, yeah. But then so, so did we go to the melon? Yeah, we went to the Yeah. So I've heard it. I've heard it twice. The first time was May 28th, 05. So for Vertigo in Boston. Okay. And the second time was 10-22-05 in Pittsburgh. Right. And we were together for that one. For Vertigo. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. We both we both heard it twice, but we uh only two other ones and it's not playing do you see how many times it's been played total oh so in in pittsburgh bono brought a fan on stage to play it that's why it was played i'm always curious if it's like for a reason like a um event it does not say why here um, well, let me. I'm gonna look up and see. Uh, they play Party Girl 184 times. Um, we've collected the most three of those. Yeah, the most recent was um, November 3rd, 2015, at the O2 in London. Okay. I wonder what if it says on there what that occasion was no there are no notes about that Hmm. um yeah so I could have sworn I'd heard it more than uh twice but yeah I guess not um it seems about right for me are we good with party girl yeah yeah we're good with because now we're like we're practically done We've yeah. got 11 o'clock TikTok, which um, I happen to know this, this little tiny snippet moment between Larry and Adam, which kind of made my heart smile. Um, and then he, uh, Bono did a snippet of Drowning Man, which I was happy to hear. Yes. Yeah. He pulls a girl on stage to dance with him where they got super fancy with some slow-mo footage. Yes. I was like, oh, they're really upping their game. Man, now we can all do that on our camp, on our phones. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then, and this must have been a second encore. So after a level hot TikTok, Bono says, like, you know, thank you, good night, whatever, and he leaves. And then Edge starts the chords for I Will Follow. <laughs> And the camera's on Bono, and he turns around like it's Christmas Day. <gasps> and he comes back out. <laughs> like, what is this sweet sound coming towards me? I must go. <laughs> it's like, it is a total. <laughs> it is the best. I, I swear, it's the best that again. second and a half of, like, the entire thing. Because <laughs> I don't know if he was just in the moment and he forgot. <laughs> but um so yeah i don't know if you guess if you look up i will follow it'll so i don't know if it's technically a second encore or if he kind of created a second encore right i'm looking at it again i i didn't the the end part the last few songs i didn't um i didn't take many notes i didn't watch that as uh much as i yeah we'll look for that because and then the last song after I will follow is 40 which is you know is delightful and the band leaves or or, and then Bono comes back at one point and he's just like cups his you see it (laughs) (laughs) 
like ten it was like more someone times. just told it's like someone just told him there were puppies next door. What? <laughs> I watched it just now when you said what? He, like it looked like he was saying that. What? I think it's it's not Christmas. It's puppies. Someone has obviously alerted him to puppies. Right. <laughs> um, or like he just got called for the Price is Right or something. Like that was just that. <laughs> You're the next contestant. It's like legit surprise. That is legit surprise. (laughs) It was like, man, I guess we're done. I'm walking off the stage. I'm I'm like, (gasps) puppies. Oh my my god, God. it's really adorable. Um, but. But string 40, he comes back and he doesn't even go to the mic. He just like cups his mouth with his hands and he starts, you know, like saying how long to sing the song. And then that's when you hear like, it sounds like some crew member doesn't know their, their mic is on, but it's Dennis. Yeah, just Dennis. Oh my God. I feel like I remember reading that um, somewhere, but I... Uh... I didn't pay. I didn't pay attention to it when they. Oh. I mean, re- reading it before we did research. Yeah. For, I did research for this, but yeah. I didn't um, pay attention. But I yeah. think we need to turn that um, little puppies moment into like a GIF. I really think I. <laughs> I've never. I, I know you can... over and yeah. over again. I'm gonna figure out how to do that. Yeah. That's about Gotta the best be. thing ever. <laughs> puppies <laughs> this fills my heart with joy like I can't I thought it was <laughs> oh my god I mean I've seen him I've seen him on stage before where it clearly is he wasn't expecting for the next song to, you know he's and he said it yeah. before where are we now what's next um, right but this was like sheer joy like <laughs> yeah like we've seen him lost we've never seen him like yeah good night bye cake and whiskey <gasps> cake and whiskey yeah. maybe it's not puppies i don't know i mean cake and whiskey. if someone said to me if i was walking away and someone's like hey you want cake and whiskey with bono that would be my reaction yeah. <gasps> And oh puppies? my god, everybody have what to look it up. I'm going to make a gif of it so that after we publish this episode, we can all share it. Yeah, because that but is... I'm gonna, uh... But I'm going to caption it, puppies. puppies. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll just keep adding captions. We have puppies, we got cake and whiskey. We got... The garden... The girls are here? Oh. <laughs> uh... uh... Well... Hey, uh... hey, ladies. I mean... Ours was close. It wasn't sheer puppies, but it was close. It was happiness. I am sure that when he was informed that the girls were in town, that that is exactly what he looked like. <laughs> no puppies? Um, but, so um, I did have a, two more notes that I, I didn't okay. mention, but um, I'd like to I hear them. could not think of a way that they could make this set list better. Like, you know, usually I'm like, eh, they could have left out that song or whatever. But this is a perfect, perfect, perfect set list. Um, It is so good. And I don't remember being so long. So, uh, the other, what was my other note? Oh, uh, it's the crowd reacts to Bono in 83 like they, like we react to him now. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he, the reaction from that is this is the biggest rock star in the world, where the truth is that when they recorded that, that was far from the truth. Right. But, but, I mean, it's, it's really in, interesting how he, uh, nothing's changed. He, he's, you know, gets the same reaction out of the crowd yeah. now as he did before he was, you know, the boner that, we know and love today it is so true yeah so very this was this was really fun um 
this is really fun i'm glad we decided to do this yeah i am too um, um sorry it's a little bit it's like a mini ep and a half we're probably we're like over an hour yeah. but considering war was two hours right <laughs> but, i mean sorry, you, can, you can edit some of this out right yeah okay like that well, thanks everyone for listening. Yes, this was thank fun. you. This was I'm fun. Glad we did this. We'll be back. I'm forgetting a little fire snacks. I'm very, very excited to. Make- so, thanks everyone for listening. We really love having you here, and hope you enjoy listening to our banter and our conversations. And we will see you next time. Also, we love hearing from people and chatting with people. And of course, we love talking you too. So you can drop us a line on Instagram or Twitter at the underscore garden tarts. Or you can even email us at wearethegardentarts at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you soon. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love it if you would share it with your other YouTube loving friends as well as leave a review for us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. We would really, really love that. May your music be loud and your whiskey be strong. Until next time, cheers.